Welcome to the CCNS Podcast. I'm your host, Joan Jameson. This is a weekly update on the latest nuclear safety issues. This week, Treaty on the Prohibition of Nuclear Weapons meeting addressed the insecurity of nuclear deterrence. For the first time, an agreement was made by the state's parties to the Treaty on the Prohibition of Nuclear Weapons to challenge the false narrative of nuclear deterrence. It holds that possession of nuclear weapons will prevent another nation with nuclear weapons from attacking. The treaty states identified deterrence theory as both a threat to human security and an obstacle to progress to nuclear disarmament. The state's parties tasked the International Committee of the Red Cross, the International Campaign for the Abolition of Nuclear Weapons, ICANN, stakeholders and experts to challenge the security paradigm based on nuclear deterrence by, quote, highlighting and promoting new scientific evidence about the humanitarian consequences and risks of nuclear weapons and juxtaposing this with the risks and assumptions that are inherent in nuclear deterrence, end quote. New scientific evidence about the cascading efforts of nuclear war on food supplies, the financial system, and energy supplies was presented to support the new task. Over 90 countries and over 700 civil society delegates participated in the week-long second meeting of states parties at the United Nations in New York from November 26th through December 1st. Nearly half of the countries of the world have signed, ratified, or acceded to the treaty. New Mexicans actively participated in the discussions and built stronger bonds with others impacted by nuclear weapons. They shared their unique stories of living in a state where the entire nuclear cycle exists. From uranium mining and milling, nuclear weapons research, development and testing, to waste disposal, including at the only deep geologic repository in the world, for plutonium-contaminated waste from nuclear weapons fabrication. On December 1st, before the full plenary of the second meeting, Archbishop John C. Wester of Santa Fe, on behalf of the Hiroshima, Nagasaki, Santa Fe, and Seattle Diocese, delivered a statement in support of the treaty. They called upon world leaders to demonstrate progress toward nuclear disarmament by a deadline of August 2025, the 80th anniversary of the atomic bombings during World War II. In another action, people from communities around the world affected by the development, testing, and use of nuclear weapons wrote a collective affected community statement about the harms they have experienced and continue to experience. They acknowledged, quote, nuclear colonization has disproportionately impacted indigenous people and marginalized communities. Indigenous people's lands were taken, bodies were used, people were bombed. In March 2025, the third meeting of states parties will meet at the United Nations in New York. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Please visit our website at nuclearactive.org. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Your support is greatly appreciated. Tune in next week for a new podcast. If you found this podcast informative and helpful, please consider a monthly contribution to continue our efforts. 
You can go to anchor.com to listen to the podcast and make your contribution there. Thank you.